0: Hello and welcome to Praying on Purpose. Prayer is a mechanism through which we communicate with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Every time we daven, we are engaging in a process in which we are speaking to God. And when you think about it, this is sort of the inverse of a process which is known as nevuah. Prophecy is the process through which HaKadosh Baruch Hu speaks to man. And I think it's fair to say that we do not necessarily see a connection between the two, uh, this is an idea that I would love to develop more comprehensively another time, but suffice it for the moment to say that there are those who point out that there is a direct correlation, there is a connection, not just conceptually, but practically between prayer and prophecy. And Rav Soloveitchik famously explained that it was precisely at the time in history in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu decided to no longer communicate to mankind through prophecy that Prayer, institutionalized prayer, the way we know it today, was developed, was concretized, and was formulated as a way of strengthening that connection between man and the divine. Now, in yesterday's parsha parashas Baloscha, and I am mindful of the fact that we are still off by one week, and so therefore, Achenu B'nai Eretz Yisrael, who read Shlach yesterday, so read Baaloscha last week, so regardless of where you are, hopefully Bahaloscha is still fresh in your minds. So the Torah outlines that there are some very significant differences between the way that Moshe Rabbeinu prophesized as opposed to all the other prophets. The story, which we're not going to review in detail right now, is one in which Moshe's siblings Aaron and Miriam are discussing the fact that they are also prophets, but somehow Moshe seems to be perceived as a superior. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu clarifies for the record that in fact Moshe Rabbeinu is superior and that his Koach HaNavua was fundamentally different than all the other prophets. And Pashas Baloscha, the Torah, mentions two specific ways in which the prophecy of Moshe was different than the other Nevi'im. And the Rambam in Hilchus' Sodi HaTorah summarizes that there were four major distinctions between the way that Moshe Rabbeinu was able to experience nevuah as opposed to all of the other prophets. I'd like to review them now because I do think that they may provide us with a little bit of a template, and insight as to how we should ideally try to position ourselves when davening. Because if we see prayer as being sort of the inverse, the mirror reflection, if you will, of prophecy, so therefore if we take a look at the ideal state of nevuah. That can inform the way in which we are at Tadavan. So, first and foremost, the Rambam tells us that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu communicates with all other prophets, he does so through the medium of an angel. However, with Moshe Rabbeinu, he communicates directly. And this again was alluded to in Parshah's Baloscha, where the Torah says, Pe el pe adaberbo. Then Baruch Hu says, I speak to Moshe directly, in a clear vision, not in riddles. There's no interpretation that's necessary. It is very clear and direct. The Rambam tells us that all other Nevi'im, so they would experience a nevuah prophecy in their sleep, whereas Moshe Rabbeinu was fully awake. He was alert, and he was totally in control of his senses. That in all other instances, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu communicates with prophets, they are in some sort of trance. They are not completely alert. They are not completely awake. They are not conscious. Whatever is happening is not happening on a purely conscious level. Moshe Rabbeinu, however, is able to communicate with HaKadosh Baruch Hu while being fully alert, Continues the Rambam, that all other Nevi'im, when they receive a prophecy from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it is something which is a completely overwhelming experience. It is terrifying. And, says the Rambam, it makes them feel as if they are on the verge of death. Receiving a message from HaKadosh Baruch Hu is something which overloads, as it will, the sensory system and makes the navi feel completely overwhelmed and leaves the navi feeling terrified. Moshe Rabbeinu, on the other hand, was not phased in the same way by his prophetic experience. Again, the Torah would say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was able to speak to Moshe, Panim el panim, kasher ish el reyehu, that Moshe was able to communicate with HaKadosh Baruch Hu the way in which a person com- would communicate with another human being, face to face. And so therefore, there was a very natural method of communication between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Moshe Rabbeinu, when it came, once again, to the other Nevi'im, so it was a very overwhelming experience, and it was anything but natural. And finally, the Ramam tells us that all the other Nevi'im were unable to initiate prophecy. HaKadosh Baruch Baruchu initiates. HaKadosh Baruch Baruchu decides that he would like to package and deliver a message. He initiates that contact with a Navi, and then a Navi has the responsibility to then go ahead and deliver that message to the people, whatever the situation may be. Moshe Rabbeinu, on the other hand, was able to initiate prophecy. Again, the proof text from Parshah's Balosha: Moshe was able to say, Great question please stand right here, let me ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu and I will get back to you. And so again, the Rambam tells us that we have four distinctions between the way that Moshe Rabbeinu communicated with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and all the other Nevi'im. That again, Hashem communicates with Moshe directly, not through any other medium, such as an angel who doesn't speak to him in riddles, everything is very clear and direct. All the other Nevi'im receive the prophecy in some sort of meditative trance, maybe when they were sleeping, Moshe Rabbeinu was able to be fully awake. All the other Neviim were completely overwhelmed and terrified by the experience, whereas Moshe was able to speak, Kashe daber Isha and Moshe, unlike all the other prophets, was able to initiate this contact, and it wasn't only HaKadosh Baruch Hu who initiated the contact with him. Now again, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, I think that this provides us with a very, very interesting way of looking at the way in which we daven, and essentially trying to hold ourselves to this highest standard. If, in fact, tefillah is a mirror image of nevuah on some level, and again, this is an idea that we will need to elaborate and to develop more in the future, but if, in fact, that is the case, well, then it stands to reason that we should try, to the best of our ability, to achieve sort of this optimal level of communication and not settle for something which is inferior, something which is subpar. So, given that that is the case, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu speaks to Moshe Rabbeinu directly and not in riddles, well, then it stands to reason that when we dive into HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we should try to the best of our ability to speak directly to Him. What does that mean? So, on the one hand, we are making full use of the text that has been provided for us. And we've spent already extensive time talking about the challenges that are inherent in praying by using a text that has been prepared for us. Nevertheless, these texts, which are written with a tremendous amount of wisdom and Ruach HaKodesh, provide us with material by which and through which we can communicate directly with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But that does not preclude us by speaking to him directly. And I think for some of us, we need to know that when we are davening to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we should be able to speak to him directly. We do not need to rely exclusively on the words that have been provided for us, and we should never see that as being a barrier. It shouldn't feel when we are davening as if we are speaking to our Baruch Hu in riddles. We should be able to speak to Him directly. It should be something which is sincere, something which is coming from the depths of my heart, and something which just rolls off of my lips. I should be able to speak to Him in this very, very clear sort of way. The second principle, if you will, or the second feature of Moshe Rabbeinu's nevuah was that he was able to speak to HaKadosh Baruch Hu while fully awake. And it is important that when we daven, we should be fully awake. And of course, it goes without saying that, I mean, literally fully awake, we shouldn't daven when we are sleeping. But more generally, we should be alert. We should be focused. We should not allow ourselves to become distracted. Unfortunately, all too often, when we are davening, we may be awake in the most literal sense, but we are not focused. We are not present. Our minds may be elsewhere. We may be thinking about other things. And frankly, we may be reading other things. And so therefore, if we're going to Davin and we are trying to engage in a process of a communication, which mirrors the way in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu spoke to Moshe, so when Hashem spoke to Moshe, Moshe was fully awake and he was alert and he was focused. We should try to achieve the same. Level of alertness and focus when we are davening. All of the prophets were completely overwhelmed and terrified by the experience. from Moshe, it was natural. Here as well, we have to try when we are davening to feel a sense of comfort. We have to feel that this is a place where we belong. When I speak to Kadosh Baruch, Hu, I should feel as if I am speaking to him. Now, of course, there are other metaphors that Chazal use or actual descriptions when they attempt to sort of capture what prayer is supposed to be. And in all fairness, Shemona Esrei is supposed to be Amidah lefnei melech And that's not quite Kasheyu daber isha However, when a person is speaking before melech basavadam, I know that I am speaking to another person. He's not necessarily my best friend. He's not necessarily my closest friend. But still, there is an understanding that I am speaking to somebody. And this should not be lost on us when we daven. When we daven, we should feel, we should know that we are speaking to another And let's not forget, it's not only Amidah Lefnei HaMelech. After all, we speak about Avinu Malkeinu. It's not only Malkeinu, it's also Avinu. Salah Lanu Avinu. And so therefore, there are different modes, there are different channels, if you will, in which we communicate with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but ultimately, it should be Kasheh Yudaber Isha riehu. We should recognize and appreciate when we are davening, that we are speaking to another. And finally, we should realize that this is something that we can and should initiate. Of course, prayer is scheduled we have shachris min we have times throughout the day that we are supposed to stop what we are doing and check in, and it is if on a certain level HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Kavayochol initiating these conversations with us because the halacha tells us when we are supposed to stand in prayer, but that is not supposed to be the sum total of our prayer we can initiate throughout the day. If we are feeling grateful, we can stop whatever we are doing, and we can say, thank you, Hashem. If we are feeling concerned and worried, we can stop what we are doing and say, please, Hashem. We can speak to Him, and it doesn't always have to be within the formal mezgeret of prayer. It doesn't have to be at a structured set time where I'm using the Nusach HaTfilah that has been prepared for me. And if we can realize that, and if we can feel comfortable initiating that type of communication with Akadush Baruch Hu, so we are, to a certain extent, we are sort of mirroring the type of communication that Moshe Rabbeinu was able to experience with HaKadosh Baruch Hu through that very unique type of Nebuah, that very unique type of prophecy. So in summary, another time, we are going to have to develop more the connection between Davening and Nebuah but accepting for the moment that there is in fact this very interesting relationship that HaKadosh Baruch Hu communicates with man through nevuah, and we communicate with him through Tefillah. So we should look at the process of nevuah and particularly the nevuah of Moshe Rabbeinu as providing us with guidance and perspective and informing us as to how we can Davin most effectively. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. <laughs>